0: Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Red Bull pick up where they left off last season with a jaw-droppingly dominant performance. Fernando Alonso, our panties are down. We're ready when you are. Ferrari's Clown College is back in session once again, and Mercedes discussed trading in their new black bin for something a little better. We wrap it up with a look at our Fantasy League and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I'm Owen Scott and with me as always is Dave Jericho and Isidro Consalvish for the first race of the 2023 Grand Prix season. The bah- the Bahrain Grand Prix, Dave, uh, this week. But before we get going, actually, you want to tell us something about the uh, the Fantasy League
1: Yep, you didn't say the Fantasy Football League, so fair play. To you. No. <laughs> I'll probably say it now in my p- p- <laughs> Uh No, just to let everybody know that there's still time to join us on our first endeavor at our Formula One Fantasy League. Uh, so you can just go onto the um, F1 Fantasy League on f1.com and just Search for Late Night Race Review and you'll find us. So you can join us there. And there's prizes at the end of the season. So if you win the league, um, there is a prize of shirts and hats of the team of your choice from the official f1 store i might add Ooh, lovely yes like except has because uh, dave doesn't want to do has this year. <laughs> no, there's only nine teams to choose from we, we don't fuck around here <laughs> um, oh, and uh, yeah if you're on youtube whatever we'll put links in the description below uh, for everyone else on spotify you just have to figure it out yourself find us <laughs> yeah yeah it's all good um all right lads what's well, a, a somewhat predictable uh, one to finish
0: to today's uh Bahrain GP. Although there was some surprises as we get through the grid a little bit. Let's start off at the very, very top and we'll talk a little bit about uh, Red Bull's dominance. It continues into the 2023 season, Dave.
1: It's awful, isn't it? Mm. I was was so hoping that Ferrari and Mercedes would have gotten their act together and we would have had something a little bit more uh, competitive. But they were, I think, what was he getting about six to eight tenths? In per lap, he was stretching on the first stint. Yeah, he was just—he was gone. It was as soon, as soon as you saw that, I think we were about—I think we were five, six laps in—and you saw the gap, um, getting increasing. It's uh, it it doesn't bode well for the rest of the season. I'm I'm a bit concerned where this is leading for the rest of the season. But uh, for Red Bull, I think they're they're looking pretty 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 at the moment at the top.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I would uh, suggest, maybe F1 will listen to this or not, I don't know, um, a, a, a two-tier um, F1 season. So Division 1 will have Red Bull just fighting each other, and then the rest of the pack will be in Division 2, and they will fight for promotion up to <laughs> Division 1.
1: Problem is, Division 1 will be won by Max Verstappen this <laughs> season.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it, it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But anyway, Isidro, what do you think of Red Bull today? Overall uh, it they did what was expected from them,
2: just to lead the race. I mean the, the first lap uh Leclerc was in the middle messing up the Red Bull strategy, but they took care of that halfway the race. Mm-hmm. But overall I think it was it was a good first race for yeah. everyone except uh McLaren team.
1: Dave, go on. This is why I was saying as well in our last podcast why I don't think the um penalty that Red Bull got for the wind tunnel is going to affect them. I, I know um, they have done a lot of the development already before the penalty had come in, but I think that car is 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 an evolution of last year, which was already pretty solid. So I think even with that penalty, when it does start becoming a factor and other teams start getting the the wind tunnel time. I think Red Bull are already just going to have to, they're, they're going to be tweaking. And I think the time that they're going to have in the wind tunnel will probably be enough to see them dominant for, you know, and and keep that car on a development scale ahead of their, the kind of the nearest competitors, if there is any nearest competitors at the moment. Ooh. So yeah, I, I'm just a bit concerned for the season already. I know we're one race in very easy to say, but it was just so dominant and the other teams seem to have the same gremlins. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, Look, one race in. I mean, let me not be too down on it. Go on, Sidor.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't see why all the hate with Red Bull. Mercedes did the same for seven years, I and we didn't like smack. it, though. Yeah, but there, I don't think there was so much hate as there is with uh, Max Verstappen and, and Red Bull right now, especially since the, the scandal, with over the budget.
1: No, I, I don't think it's a, it's the hate towards Red Bull. And I think everyone was fed up with Merce- a, a dominant team, regardless of whether it was Mercedes or Ferrari in the past, McLaren in the past. I think everyone was getting fed up with the way Formula One went with just a dominant team every season or ev- for, for an era of Formula One. So in this case, you know, this new set of regulations, we don't want to see Red Bull just dominating it until 2026. So I think that's what, People's concerns are that, you know, are we going to just see Red Bull winning every season until 2026 when there's a new regulation change and hope that the pack shuffles up? Now, again, early days. Let's see what happens as as development cycles progress and stuff. But Red Bull are in such a strong position already. Yeah,
0: uh, George Russell coming out after the race and saying that Red Bull has uh, got this championship sewn up. I don't think anyone is going to be fighting with them this year. I expect they should win every single race this season. That is my bet. With the performance they've got, I don't see anyone challenging them. So that's, well, that's hopeful. that's positive, isn't it? <laughs> um, Why drive? Let, yeah, let, let's focus particularly on Max. Uh, there, there, There was no one near him after turn two, was it? Turn one, turn two. Turn, turn three, one. Maybe.
1: Once once he made it through turn one, he was in the he was gone. He started it. stretching in the lead.
0: Yeah. So he said from from there on, uh from there on in it was all about looking after his tires. Um because you never know what's going to happen late in the race. But he even said it was like once we got through turn one, that was pretty much it. Um a little bit a little bit uh, of a challenge
1: for for Checo though. Talk to me a little bit about uh, Checo today, Dave. I mean I again this is where we just seen groundhog day a little bit. I was expecting Checo to come out this season with a bit more a bit more aggressive to, you know and maybe closing the gap towards Max a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I mean I think he was a good 10 11 seconds behind by the end. I'm not 100% sure. I don't have the times up here. Actually I do have the times up. I lie. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, 12 seconds behind Verstappen. Um look, he he's a brilliant wingman. I mean I don't think Max could hope for a better a better wingman than Perez, but in terms of Perez, like I mean, what does he what does he want to gain from where he is? I mean, he's, it doesn't look like he's going to win a world championship with Max still in the team there, so mm-hmm. unless he really steps up his game, and then it'll be a question of what do Red Bull want from that position, from that number two? W- will they be happy just to have Perez uh, as as the wingman, just? If he got consistently second place in on the or second place in races, I'm sure they'll be delighted with that. I mean, what more could they want? Um, if he didn't, though, like last season, uh, could Daniel Ricardo come back? Who knows? But yeah, I don't think I don't think he's, his seat is in as much danger. But yeah, he he didn't show much more than he did he he had last season. So you know, it's the status quo, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Would lead
0: to questions as to why they brought Danny Ricardò back. Was it to put pressure on Checo? Um or what was it for? Because if if Danny Ricardò comes in, um can you imagine Danny Ricardò sitting behind uh, Max Verstappen as um as 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 much as Checo does?
1: I think an on-point Daniel Ricardò um would I don't. I don't think he was as good as uh, when when Daniel Ricciardo was at the the peak of his powers. Right. I don't think he was as good as Max Verstappen is at the moment. Mm. But I definitely think he would throw a better shape at challenging Max than Checo is at the moment. But then, for all we know, maybe the the, the lay of the land at Red Bull is that you're sort of told you are number two. Don't uh, don't rock the boat. So we don't know. Maybe that's the pecking order, and they don't want the drivers uh, sort of racing each other. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see Daniel Ricciardo in that seat. I'd I'd like to see something else happen. I want to see somebody else being able to challenge Max. It's the same at Mercedes. We didn't see anyone after Nico Rosberg Mm -hmm. during Mercedes dominance, after Nico Rosberg uh, won the world title. We didn't see anyone else really. I mean, Bottas had a little glimmer of possibly challenging Hamilton, but that was it. So I I don't want to see that again. I I want to see if if a team is going to dominate, then let's see their two drivers battle it out, slog it out with each other. Let's not just see Max Verstappen cruise away with the the season. So, yeah, that's all I've got to say on Red Bull anyway.
0: Yeah. I'm really hoping that this segment of our podcast isn't just a, a copy and paste throughout the season where we talk about how dominant they are and how bad easy it was. I I hope we get some sort of, sort of a challenge but a team that wasn't a copy and paste. Let's get onto it lads. The the team that were the talk of the town for for the whole weekend pretty much. Oh, we has. Had, <laughs> it was not us. <laughs> so Alonso P uh, uh FP1 FP2 Going uh, second fastest and then going fastest in FP two, FP three, there was there was a hope there that something could happen, and it very much did happen, Dave.
1: Well, no, <laughs> what Stroll wiping him out? <laughs> <laughs> no, go, let, let's let's go for Alonso first. Let's talk about Fernando. Um, well, clearly, driver of the day. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I I was hoping to see what might have happened had Stroll not. Fucking clip the back of him because I he lost the position there and I was wondering if he wasn't battling for that position back would he have maybe put a little bit more of a uh, a charge up top? Uh, realistically he wasn't going to catch obviously the Red Bull but I just wonder whether he might have had the pace on Leclerc like he did on signs because right. uh, I know Ferrari came out and said that they thought that Leclerc if his engine hadn't given up that they thought that they had the pace on, on Alonso but I'd like to have seen that play out because I don't know. I think Alonso was looking pretty, pretty spicy at the end there.
0: He was. And Isidro, the, the whole way through today, he was fantastic. There was a few battles. There was two in particular, one with George Russell and one with Lewis Hamilton, where it was a, a back and forth pretty consistently. Um, he was just fantastic today, wasn't he? It was beautiful to see Alonso today. The the
2: way he, he went through uh, Hamilton, Half, what, lap 36, I think that was the final when he finally went through Hamilton. It was uh, just beautiful to see Alonso today. It reminded me of um, Vettel at some times. He also did these beautiful overtakes. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful to see Alonso and very good finishing third.
0: Yeah, and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Alonso's new little adopted son, Dave. Give us your your view on on Lance Stroll this weekend,
1: cycling his bike into into Alonso. <laughs> um, do you know? Actually, all jokes aside, like I was ready to come on here and rip into him because I I I thought he shouldn't have necessarily taken the the seat this weekend. I thought maybe he should have taken given himself some more time to recover. Uh, I thought maybe he was putting the team at risk of. A point, you know, of a good points haul. But I think given the injury that he had, I think he did a stellar job, in fairness. Like I think he did a great job. Um, bar obviously clipping the back of his teammate and almost wiping them both out. But rather than harping on about stroll or anything there, one thing to 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 think about is that Alonso overtook Mercedes on track, Lewis Hamilton on track in a Mercedes powered Aston yes. Martin. Yeah. And we'll get on to Mercedes issues later, but that just shows the development that they've done on this car. Like it is absolutely like it can't be underestimated. Like it is absolutely phenomenal that they have basically got themselves in a position where early days, but quite possibly have just nudged ahead of Mercedes in the pecking order in the development race. Mm. And probably snapping at the heels of the Ferrari. Obviously, I think Leclerc maybe is getting a little bit more out of the car than Sainz is, given their time, their lap times. Yeah. But yeah, Alonso seems to be pushing. And we said last week if anyone was going to get the best out of this car, it was going to be Alonso. And I'm kind of and I, I really want to see what Stroll can get out of the car as well when he gets obviously recovers from his injuries. He's got two weeks now of recovery time. Yeah, this this gets me excited for this season is to see what Alonzo, not Alonso, but to see what Aston Martin can do in the mixer with Ferrari and Mercedes. Um, I hope they can catch Red Bull in the development uh, race. But if they can't, I think second place could become quite exciting and we can just write off, you know, the dominance uh, side of things and just uh, focus on the Aston Martins.
0: Yeah, it it will be a race to to number two, basically, won't it?
1: Yeah, it looks like it.
0: Yeah, um. So yeah, I, I, just on on land stroll, it, it is pretty phenomenal. He had he had surgery twelve days prior to to race day, I believe. Mm-hmm. So He's got pins in his wrist or something. Pins in his wrist, and there, there yeah. was you could see the the bandages and stuff. So to actually get on track, it actually shows what a competitor that guy is. I, we we always have like last season we we would talk about Lance Stroll and we would I somewhat unfairly probably put him in the category of a, like a Latifi he was a little bit of a, a little bit of a joke at times hmm. but he's he's a true competitor he, there's something there
1: yeah we always thought he was maybe he was there because Daddy bought the team uh, That's, yeah and I think it was at the time when he bought the team it was I think Checo was being pushed out. Yeah. And we were kind of thinking, Jesus, if you're pushing Chekhov, why are you pushing check out over Stroll? Um, and we just obviously assumed, well, dad owns the team. So that's why he's sticking around. But he's genuinely earned his place. He looks great. I mean, look, I, I think I said this exact same thing last week on the podcast, but the, the guy is looking great. I mean, he finished sixth today with uh, pins in his wrist. Um, <clears throat> he's a broken toe or something like that. So, I mean, look, let's see after Jeddah. Where you where where, what the lay of the land is after that, you know.
2: Yeah, Cedra. And let's bear in mind that uh, Stroll was not um, was not on for the for the testing, so his car was not adapted for him. So they have two weeks to prepare the car based on feedback from today, and two weeks so Stroll can recover a little bit more. So I'm looking for for the
0: next next race so it, it, it could be true then what fernando alonso is saying that lance stroll could win a championship someday it's possible mm. we're talking the xbox or playstation <laughs> <laughs> there were smirks all around there i was just <laughs> testing the waters um okay you, you'd mentioned uh ferrari dave is the clown college back in session or
1: are we is this just misfortune today where do you stand this car this team have gone nowhere Mm -hmm. from last season, it looks like. I mean, they've come out for the first race of the season with the exact same problems they were trying to work out from last season with high tire degradation and the uh, engine reliability issues. Now, they, and and to be fair, the drag, I'm not even sure whether they've, like the, the top line speed, I mean, that's possibly down to power unit as opposed to Um, drag issues and stuff like that. I don't know whether they've resolved that, but still they have the same issues as last season. Leclerc must be thinking it's Groundhog day again. He's just gone out again with, with uh, another reliability. And then Carlos signs is there on the radio again, saying that he can't push it anymore, or he's not going to make it to the end of the race. And I'm assuming he's referring to his tires going off. Now I know this is a very hard track on tires, I think as far as I know, it's probably the the hardest track on tires in in the whole calendar. But that being said, everybody else is in the same boat on the same tires and they're able to get more out of it. So red bull or sorry. uh, So Ferrari don't seem to have addressed that, um, you know, that issue with tire degradation for why that car is so hard on tires. Um, So yeah. Yeah. I I don't know where they're going to go from here because like I said it looks like Aston Martin have made more of a you know push closer to them than Ferrari have clo- pushed closer to Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah well it remains
0: to be seen whether those issues will be solved by by next week but it's worrying worrying times for Ferrari yet again. Um earlier on we we'd mentioned uh, this battle you're pointing. Oh sorry, Isidro I didn't see you there. <laughs> Go on. Uh no,
2: I was just think there's that... so many people here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that somewhere uh, in Saudi Arabia there's a container abandoned with a brand new Ferrari inside. And the good bit crew just thought maybe no one noticed, we just put the car from last year and <laughs> let him let him race. Maybe no one noticed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take off some of the paint. Yeah, yeah. it's it's I, I'm I'm not it's it's embarrassing that uh Ferrari did the
2: when they presented the car, they did a very good presentation. They race, they, they drove the cars, they raced the cars. Everyone was there and mm-hmm. thought, well, this is a winning car. And today, all I could hear was just the Leclerc. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah. Maybe but it, that they...
2: was a sad day.
1: Go on, Dave. But they told us, um, you know, when they were coming into testing that they before and after testing that they, they had resolved the reliability issues. Now, I know everyone can have uh, an engine failure. But when you've got a team like Ferrari who were having such poor reliability. To have this happen on the first race of the season after you said that we've solved the problem and also the rumor going around that there was going to be an extra 40 horsepower. Which kind of made everyone think, well, this if they've got that extra forty horsepower, resolve the reliability problems, stop the de- the the high degradation of the uh, tires, then everyone was just like, well, they've got to be pushing closer to Red Bull because Red Bull are running a very similar car to last year. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's all smoke and mirrors. Cedro? Uh,
2: I can imagine, but the Avindo now looking at Friday, say, so it wasn't me <laughs> at least i was able to win the first race last year
0: yeah they're just going to start picking people off in ferrari and just to see what the actual problem is <laughs> there's someone in there someone's doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but let's let's move on to uh we, we let's stop kicking ferrari while they're down uh, and move on to mercedes we'd mentioned alonso's battle with uh both george russell and and hamilton dave Mercedes overall as a team they they should be maybe a little bit worried at the moment there's talk there about that this this they haven't gone the right direction with this car they're going to overhaul it and change
1: it completely where do they go this these should, they they should be embarrassed like they should be absolutely embarrassed they went with a concept that after pre-season testing in 2022 so last see, last season it wasn't, it didn't look like it was the right direction. And everyone thought, you know, there was talk of plan B at that stage. I think when we got to Barcelona, I think it was uh, for the second preseason test, We everyone thought they were going to bring plan B to Barcelona. Do you remember? We were all expecting to see the full side pod uh, yeah. sort of design and it didn't happen. And they did manage to, to to squeeze a lot out of that car as the season went on, as it got towards the end of the season. Then they obviously have spent sort of from the start of last season to the start of this season developing. So all the, you know, during the winter and stuff like that as well. And have still decided that this is the right direction. So they doubled down and go with the same design again. They go through testing again and kind of, and they're still, you know, they're in preseason testing there for the 2023 and they're scratching their heads going, "Mm, not 100% sure. And they're talking about plan B and they're saying, you know, Mike Elliott, I think being interviewed saying, Oh, well, plan B won't be a case that we're going to bring you know a completely different concept and we're going to have side pods all of a sudden. He says plan B will just be a massive evolution on what we're doing. And lo and behold, we get to Bahrain. The car is an absolute shit show in comparison to any sort of progress. And you've got Toto Wolf coming out saying, well, you know, our evolution of the car, you know, our big upgrade in um for Imola, I think it is, was supposed to be worth around three tenths of a second. And Toto Wolff's now saying, I don't want that three-tenths of a second. I want a whole new approach. Yeah. I mean, you... Like... I, I, I'm i stumped. Like, I mean, how did you... Like, after the 1st preseason pre-season testing in 2022, it was a bit of a pig. Then they went to Barcelona, didn't try anything different, stuck with it. It was a pig. Went through the whole season with all their development. It was still a pig, but they were basically putting some stripes on the side of the pig so the pig went faster mm-hmm. and now they they went through preseason here it's still a pig and like <laughs> uh, why don't they just look at it and realize it's a pig get rid of it and get yourself a proper race car yeah. oh jesus yeah they should be embarrassed it's a disaster
0: for a top team like that who have been so dominant for so long to make these type of mistakes it is as you say it's it's utterly embarrassing
1: and the icing on the cake being that they were beaten by an Aston Martin who were so far behind them last season, who have managed to make such a leap mm-hmm. to basically almost what looks to be a leap ahead of them in the pecking order in you know, they're a customer of them that they've just, they've just beaten them with their own engine and with the better concept. And, sure, and I'm sure that's what's, prompted Toto Wolf kind of saying I need a new approach from my my team because yeah. there is no way you can kind of you can justify now oh we're going to keep developing this concept because you've just been beaten by your customer yeah. when they were so far behind you last season and now they've beaten you on track fair and square a disaster cedro is there is there any upside to uh,
0: mercedes today or this week <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
2: No, I don't think they they just oh. should go home in shame and think about what they did today. Here, here. They have <laughs> they have a they have probably the nicest car, the nicest livery, but uh, that's it. They didn't show anything in
0: the in the truck today. Yeah. And two very frustrated drivers, I would imagine, as well. Um, another frustrated young man today, having to come into the pits a, a record, maybe six or seven times. Lando Norris and uh, and McLaren, another absolute shit show, Dave. What happened with McLaren?
1: Do you know? Okay, there's the yeah, they, they've yeah, their, their car is. Um, I don't want to call it a pig, because I call them Mercedes car, a pig. So we'll we'll find something else. All the Mercedes cars get the <laughs> yeah, they're all pigs. Um, no, like yeah, the McLaren. They knew going into this that they were going, they were up against it. But I don't know. I think there's something actually there. Like I mean, when you look at how Lando, how Lando's pace was at the end. I know he came in for six pit stops, yeah. but he was keeping pace with um with Hamilton and Alonso during that battle. Now I know they were battling each other, so we'll we'll take that with a pinch of salt that you know they were dropping lap time. Um but I mean they weren't falling back from Carlos Sainz too much during that battle. So keeping that in mind, I think Lando was keeping pace with them to some to, to a degree. Mm-hmm. So if they just I'm kind of curious to see how they'll fare in Jeddah. I don't think it will be as bad I'm going to shoot myself and probably will be as bad, but I, 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 I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to be as bad for them in, in Jeddah. I think they will like They're they're not going to be in deep inside the top 10. I think they're going to be maybe just scraping or trying to scrape one of the cars inside the top 10 uh, during the race. I don't think they're going to have the qualifying pace, but during race pace, I think maybe they'll be trying to, that that'll be their target will be just inside the top 10, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're they're quite the the back you know back to the back of the pack where they were when the hybrid era came in first. So I think um, yeah, I don't know. I I think there's something there. I, I want to see more from that car. Like I said, I know they're up against the uh, they huge upgrades coming for. I think Baku. I think it is. Is that is it, um, is it McLaren that are bringing upgrades to Baku? Um, let me check. I have some notes here. It is Baku. Um, so. Yeah. I'll wait. To, I think when they have them in, we'll see what they do in Jeddah. But yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's quite as bad. I would literally say it's worse for Mercedes than it is for McLaren. Right. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think McLaren might be in a better position to develop what they have, whereas Mercedes have to throw it out and start again almost. So, um, whereas I think McLaren have a, they they did scrap everything. They, they've come with a new concept this season uh, compared to where they were last year. So, um, But I think they've got a, definitely a better foundation. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do in Jetta. Hmm. You see he draw anything on McLaren before I move on?
2: I was very disappointed. Hmm. After seeing what McLaren did last year, uh, Norris being that driver that you all expect to see on the top 10 uh, weekend after weekend, it was not good to see McLaren on the bottom of the of the driver's list today in manufacturers. Yeah.
0: Can I ask you, Cedro, how long would you expect that uh, Lando Norris will stick around a- at McLaren? Is there only so much patience that, that kid has to be dealt this crappy card every year? Or is he there? Is it, do you see him just staying at, at McLaren full- long-term?
2: Uh, if... If this year ends the way it's starting, I'm sure Norris will be looking uh, for another team.
0: Mm.
2: Last year, it was uh, a stable team. We could see they had the pace. Uh, but this year, or at least right now, after the after the first race, I'm done seeing a good feature of McLaren. But again, this is just the first race mm. of Dave.
1: 23. Uh, Zidro, what did you make, though, of... Lando's pace when he was kind of catching remember he was almost able to unlap un- himself against the against Lewis Hamilton towards the end. Like did you did you think there was any glimmer in that? Like that's what that's where I'm kind of trying to get a, a shred of hope for McLaren that there is some sort of pace there in that car.
2: Yeah, I think that there's still hope. And I'm pretty sure I mean it's not possible that in a few months they they drop from the middle table where they finished last year, to bottom with zero points. So there's definitely something there. They they can turn up again and put Norris and Piastri back in the middle table.
0: Mm. Yeah, Pace is grand, but not when you're trying to unlap yourself from the back. So they're going to have to do a little bit better. Um, some reliability issues there uh, as well with both cars, Piastri out, retired. So... Yeah, there's, I, you know, I, I I'd be a little bit more pessimistic about McLaren if I'm honest. Another man walking away, <laughs> being pessimistic today, wondering what the hell he did, um, to the race director's wife, uh, Ocon, <laughs> <laughs> with multi I I've lost count of how many penalties, time penalties he got. He got a time penalty at one stage for being French, I believe. So Dave,
1: <laughs> break down Ocon's day and why he was the
0: most unlucky man in Bahrain.
1: Oh, it was so funny, wasn't it? I was in stitches. <laughs> and the commentators were saying like about, oh, it's it's so funny, but we shouldn't laugh. I was like, we should. This is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like he gets a, what do you got? He got a five second stop, go, or not stop go penalty. He got a five second um, penalty, time penalty for not lining up on the grids in, in the box. Yep. Now he tried to say that that's how he always lines up in the box and he's never got a penalty before, which yeah, whatever, it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um. So he got a five second penalty for that. Then he came in for his pit stop, which usually what the pit crew do then is they pause for the five seconds before they do any work on the car. But you can see from the footage, there's some uh, one of the pit crew guys is trying to undo the nose cone of the car to, to to take the front wing off. Yeah, And you're like, what are you doing? Like, we can see you. You're on Sky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we can see you on fucking TV. Yeah. Um, so he got another he got a 10 second penalty for that. And. Um, And then he came in to serve that 10-second penalty and then speeded in the pit lane (laughs) and got a 15-second penalty for that. Um, And I think, was there another one? Because I think Martin Brundle was saying that he had a 35-second in total penalty. And I think that only came up, what's that? That's only 30 seconds there. So I think there's another five-second penalty somewhere that I might have (laughs) missed. God knows what. There's
0: um, there's a Zinedine Zidane headbutt waiting for one of the, the the pit crew who did undid that
1: nut too quickly. Mentally, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Just when things go wrong, mm. just it just goes wrong, and that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. A lot of trouble. Isidro, can you cast any light on on Ocon today?
2: I think tonight, today was not his day. Maybe mm. he missed Alonso.
0: I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh he wasn't under
2: pressure to try to beat Alonso.
0: Maybe yeah we should we shall see yeah let's give an honorable mention to to William shall we um, oh yeah I mean that that's they they performed really well today uh Sergeant do, doing well, but ultimately did he did he actually finish yeah, He finished he oh he did in 12. in, in 12th. Yeah, he finished yeah right yeah, back there. yeah but a tenth
1: and a 12th finish for Williams, they're looking mm-hmm. really good. they have a great car they have a like they have a really good car this year and uh, again, we were saying in the in the podcast um last week that you know this they've they've sort of done the, it was the frankenstein's monster um car like they sort of they lend from every well not from everyone but they've they've, they've sort of their concept lends from a lot of the the top teams that have sort of have tried and tested concepts and it's just yeah it's working for them and and this is a great this is first race in they've plenty and they're going to get some of the maximum amount of uh, wind tunnel time and stuff like that for testing because they were one of the lower teams last year. So they'll get more time in the wind tunnel. So if there is if this where they're starting, I mean, I don't know. Could you see maybe by the end of the you know sort of second half of the season, um, they're pushing for top 10, regular top 10, uh, both both drivers, regular top 10 finishes. I mean, I don't see why not. Mm, I would suggest McLaren and Williams have switched places, traded places this year. I think so, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Isidro, anything on
2: Williams? I was very happy to see Albon finish top 10 and Sergeant. I think Sergeant was the best of the rookies, wasn't it? Finished 12. Uh, he was, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. So I'm very happy to see Williams doing well this year and I'm sure overall Williams is happy that uh, there's no crashes happening in every single race.
0: Mm.
1: Can I also give an honourable mention to Guan Yu Zhou who decided to... Um, Even though they weren't going to be able to take the point for the fastest lap, they decided to go for the fastest lap just so Alpine didn't have it. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. Wonderful. I love that. I love that. Very, very good.
0: And um, could I just say Gasly uh, went from 20th on the grid up to 9th? I mean, that's pretty outstanding drive for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. another, Another good honorable mention as well. Yeah, but
0: other than that, I think that that rounds up the grid pretty well. We're, we've declared that we're not going to mention Hassan rightly, yeah. so the race pace was muck today. Yep. So that'll bring us on to our next part, uh, which is the predictions, Dave.
1: Predictions. But before we go on to predictions, we did mention about the F1 Fantasy League at the start of the podcast and lo and behold, um the the, the Gremlins have calculated the uh, the tables. We were waiting Whoa. for the, the, the update to come in. Excellent. And uh, we can announce whoever uh, team Trek is, you are currently top of the league with 348 points. Wow. And I will also like to mention that our very own Zidro Gonzalez is Ooh. propping up the bottom of the league oh. on 115 <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, I
0: thought he was going to be second. No. Harrible.
1: Harrible. He is uh, he is rock bottom. He is proper rock bottom. Oh uh, no, it's <laughs> So uh, we'll give I, a few I other mentions here. Uh, let me see, Scotty, what's your team name there? Let me see where uh, you are. I'm Landone Norris. Landone Norris, where are you? Where are you? Up to seventh, Scotty. You That's made it I'll, to seventh. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, myself, JCB All Stars. Uh, I'm rocking sixteenth place still. Uh, I started 16th after qualifying and I've remained 16th. So I am a pretty exciting um, prospect. (laughs) Let me get this right. Am I top of between the three of us? Yeah, but don't get too excited. No, I'm pretty excited. That's brilliant. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, look, that's that's the F1 fancy we'll hopefully be able to do that at the start of the podcast, but unfortunately it takes a while for F1 to calculate the table. So we may have to uh drop the uh, the updates uh at the end of the podcast. So anyone listening, you can uh, you can expect it to be found there. But uh let's move on. Oh, and actually obviously obviously if you can find us late night race review if you, anyone wants to join the league, it's not too late, prizes, all the usual jazz, blah blah blah. Anyway, um Moving on the predictions game, the big important stuff of the season, which is the predictions game between myself, Scotty, and Isidro. So be every better. week, <laughs> every week we make predictions after the previous race week. So we there, there's no news. That we we're not we're not making a prediction based off any news we've got during the week or any um, qualifying pace or practice pace. We just uh, give our predictions based off gut feeling and lack of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right, let let me let me crack out uh, the results for today. So I will go with my top three that I called out, and I had Max to win the race. That's uh, a point on that one. Yep, Leclerc to finish second. That did not happen. And look at this butte. Yeah, I went with Alonso to finish third. Oh, that's good. That's good. I can stuff. see already. I can see already what's happened there. Yeah,
0: all right. Isidro, or oh, sorry, Scotty. Um, I that's had Max road. P1, which did happen. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, science P2, which did not, and then Perez P3,
1: just in the wrong position. Yeah, at one no. point. And Isidro, what did you what did you go with? Yeah, not good.
2: <laughs> uh, I went with the max lookback yeah.
1: like, and Perez. Yep. Yeah. So that just was
0: seeing your TNF.
1: <laughs> Who's mine or <laughs> no, oh, <Zedros>. <laughs> Yeah. That's horrible. All right, so let's go with so so my flop this week was <sighs> Lando Norris, and so I close. should. I, I I went too specific. I went with a DNF and I mean, I thought when they brought him in on the second last lap, he says, Oh, you know, this, I think they're retiring the car. And I was, I stood up off the sofa. Yeah. I knew you would. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) Oh yeah. Bring him in. And, uh, no, they, no, he sat, he sat there again. for
0: like a good minute, uh, <laughs> oh. just deliberating whether he was going to give you that point or not. He's like, ah, yeah, they just pushed Dah. him back. In.
1: They got Piastri out to push him around for the last <laughs> <lap>. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, a Lando Norris DNF, and that did not happen for me. No. Um, now, this is where, this is why this is a bitter pill to swallow for me, because You're Scotty, Scotty, what was your flop?
0: My flop was also Lando Norris, but I just said outside the top
1: 10. I played yeah. it safe. <sighs> that's, that's criminally beautiful yeah, that's yeah. criminal that's that point. yeah um love that well no let's move on yeah yeah so uh <laughs> so is edro your your flop for bahrain gp it was for another one so DNF. wow <laughs> wow <laughs> Dude. And I I believe not only did he not DNF, oh. not only did he get a podium. Oh, here we go. But he <laughs> also got driver of the day. Yeah. I have him there. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. All right. So that's a goose egg for Zedro. Now let's 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 keep this. Let's keep this show train going. Let's yeah. keep let's keep the <laughs> the sparkly the sparkly glitz and glamour pointed at this guy. Because the surprise, my surprise. Alonso for a podium Madness oh, Dave Madness beautiful. you were saying
0: <laughs> Now I've got an argument For you not getting The point here
1: okay? No no I I've asked got an already argument. Last week Whether there was An issue with this And you said No I'll let you have it Because you've doubled Down on it No I've, I've, I've got
0: one Little argument It's that you on. You spelled it Alonso You didn't put the O at the end so. Alonos.
1: Alonos, I went with yeah, yeah. I get it. I got okay, I got the, the S and the O the wrong way around. But, so Alonos yeah. didn't get a podium, so I'm out. Oh yeah.
0: And technically it's the same for mine here. So I guessed Alonos uh, P five and that did not happen. He was no, P three.
1: Oh Zedro. So your your surprise for, for this week.
2: Uh Logan Sargent top ten. Wrong, yeah. Williams. Wrong, drawing. Williams.
1: Yeah, should, it, so should have bet it on Albon. Can't go wrong with Albon. Yeah, yeah, I went
2: with Albon last last year so many times.
0: Yeah, you got a new toy boy now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Now, Saudi Arabia. I'm going with. Uh, actually, in fact, I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to be pretty uneventful here. I'm going with the same top three. Ooh. I'm going with Max to win the race. I'm going with Leclerc not to have an engine blow up and will come second. And I think Alonso, he will definitely uh, outpace signs, I think. And uh, Perez is a question mark. I I could easily have put Perez in there in P3, but I'm just, uh, I'm on the Alonso hype train. Alonso is my Mick Schumacher for 2023. So uh, I'm going with Alonso. All right, Scotty, who you got? Top three. I'm going to go dramatic on this. Um,
0: I'm going to say Max, obviously, is going to go P1. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm getting on the Alonso hype train big time here. I'm going to say Alonso P2. He's going to battle my P3, which is Sergio Perez. But he's going to come out on top. It's going to be fantastic.
1: Look at you all jumping on the hype train late. Yeah. Like, I, I was there for, I was I was day one, baby. <laughs> I was there before he was famous, man. <laughs> um, all right. Jesus, Alonso P2. Wow. Yeah, okay, that's, I'm just going that's in. proper. Jesus, you went all in. Yep. I'm with him. Yep. Gobbled it. Okay, so <laughs> zero who did you go with P3? Or oh, for start your top three.
2: Max, Perez and
0: Sainz. Marks. Ooh, science. Okay. There You're is. still not, not keen on Alonso
1: He hasn't proven and himself Sainz. yet to you. He's he's probably going to be in the DNF again this week. Yeah. This rookie. <laughs> until his engine finally gives in and he can go, a told you. <laughs> <laughs> Um okay. Uh my flop this week. Um I, I've re I'd like I've gone in hard here on the on the prediction. Um I'm going with Alpine. With a double DNF. Oh, I know. I've got. I should get two points for that if it comes off. Double ditties. Double ditties. Right.
0: Um. I am going to say, and I've made up a little bit of a song for this one. Oh, it's, Jesus! It's it's if it's not one Ferrari, it's definitely the other. It's not one Ferrari. Yeah. So, Signs Flap. He's uh, <laughs> going to have a DNF.
1: His That's engine's going to fucking explode all over the place. Signs DNF. Oil everywhere. Outrageous. I'm and, seeing
2: Leclerc at night switching the the stickers with the name, so can... yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> putting the fifty five on the other. <laughs> <car>. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so uh, geez, we are gone with DN- two DNFs. Okay, uh, Ezidro, who have you gone with for your flop?
2: George Russell outside top ten. Outside uh, like top mm. ten, yeah,
1: yeah, Mister Reliable. It's, it's it's possible. It's possible. Um. So my surprise, and I should definitely get this one based off today's result. Uh, I'm going with Lando Norris inside the top ten. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, we have to, no, we have to give it to him. I mean, Lando. I mean, he finished. I mean, he was two laps down today. Like, I mean, you yeah. can't say that that wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a safe one. I like it though. Um, wait, wait,
2: wait! Norris outside top ten?
1: No, inside, inside. top ten.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I heard. I was just... Yeah.
1: <laughs> you were so shocked. You weren't <laughs> yeah. All right, Lando inside. to complete five laps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Scotty, surprise. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Come on, Logan Sargent inside the top ten. No!
1: Oh, boom! Yes. <laughs> oh, baby, America! Fuck yeah! Yeah. All that's right, Logan inside top ten. All right, Isidro Last last prediction of the day. Bottas, price P P5. five. Bottas, P P5. five. Yeah, precise. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can we can allow it. Even Bottas will mm.
2: be surprised if he gets a P5 in mm. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um
1: all right, perfect. Well I think that wraps up our predictions for Saudi Arabia for the Jeddah race, which I'm looking forward to now because we'll we'll start seeing who's uh, Separate the men from the boys on that and the, and the, the development uh, corners will be uh, will be buzzing. Um, so I don't know whether we will be back. I don't think we'll be back next week because we've got two weeks now until Saudi Arabia. So we won't bother you next week with a load of whole nonsense. We'll, uh, we'll be back for the Jeddah Grand Prix review. So uh, until then.